Welcome back to the Conversion Code Podcast. I'm Ryan Netter, and I do not have my host here, but I have Nikki here. That's all that matters, right? <laughs> Travis is doing powerful moves. Is he? Yes, always. What, what's he doing? At all times. Yeah, he's always like, Egypt. I can't talk right now. I've got to go do recruiting. It's uh, all right. honestly. I've got to train right now. You have to recruit. What's great about it is that he doesn't watch these, so he could just talk crap about him that's a crazy thing to say realistically <laughs> literally like when you build the yankees you have to be very mindful and make sure you pull all the best players <laughs> that's the way it goes okay the yankees did not end up at the very top because they were willing to they're not up there anymore though man Jeez. you have the legacy <laughs> yeah. dude don't start with me nikki's a huge uh, and for yankees the record fan. you can go through a little bit of period of time where you're not the best and nobody else can still catch up with you if we get one this year we're mm. still right back at the very top so <laughs> i don't want to hear it What's been amazing is I never thought I'd be just talking to Nikki and I. She hated me for so long, but it's okay. I never. I'm just kidding. It's not. Yo, Ryan told me the other day that I said something in a text message that literally never happened. So now <laughs> I doubt half of the things you know, you're you you're great. You're just, you're so intense. And I, I thought I was the intense one, but now someone's up. You know That's why intense? I kind of like when you do get intense, I go the opposite way. Camping. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what are we hopping into today, day guys? We're sorry about this. We we love you all. We're here, but um, tune in. What I'm gonna dive in today is we. What are we calling this? Never check in again. Mm -hmm. Never check in again. And what 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 came to this, guys? Is we've been training a lot um, recently, a lot with our agents here in Okadoshan and the agents that we're training with in Canary and Livian. Um, again, what's the next step? Hey, we had this conversation. We've gotten an opportunity. Someone's told us we're going to buy the next 90 days, 60 days, year from now. But I'm not giving value. I'm not bringing value. What do I say? What, what do, do I, I say, say for yeah. now till the next six months? Because what I don't want to say is, hey, just checking in. Are you yeah. doing okay? Yeah. Just checking in is the phrase of sales. And there's immediately something that happens when a client or consumer hears that. Just checking in automatically lets us know that there's no personal touch and we have a sort of disconnect happen. So we want to eliminate that phrase right away. Mm -hmm. And then what are the things that we can say in its place? So those are some of the steps that we have. No, I to, love it. To and talk about. Something that I watched this week, guys, a huge mentor of mine is Barry Jenkins. And why I kind of brought this to, um, you know, attention is that he was going into some of this conversation with Tristan and Labcoats as well. It's like, hey, do you ever see magazines? Like I was telling Scott yesterday, you ever see magazines say, hey, I'm just checking in? Instead of just going, hey, here's two ways to get sexy with hot yoga. I was telling you that. Like <laughs> you're giving them, hey, here's three ways or two ways. Here's one way to do this. Hey, here's one house that I thought you would rather see than the other houses I've been sending, mm -hmm. right? Just something that stirs something mm -hmm. up, even if it's not always directional on what you're getting out of the person, at least you're bringing something of value. And I think like we, Nikki, you'll even say it as much as like, this market's like, we're becoming teachers. Like these agents are becoming, becoming such skilled teachers that they're going and teaching people and consulting them and bringing down them down this path of I hey I know you as a consumer are so educated based on the research you've done mm -hmm. I appreciate the research you've done but let me be the pro in this transaction because I've done this so many times right so let's dive into some of the things Nikki that you are going through with agents on our one-on-ones and that you're training with across mm -hmm. Livian um, that you're you, that you can maybe bring Mm -hmm. with your language so just starting there um, with the property right we're not sending a property and ending with a sentence that says what do you think what do you think tell me what you think we're gonna send a property and the sentence instead should say I saw a property that made me think of you on a scale of mm -hmm. 1 to 10 what do you think of this property 
and then whenever they say something back or give them an odd number give them a one through seven so they really have to decide that they're on one side or another and then from there digging and asking a follow-up question and saying okay what made it a seven and then or what made this a four what would you change to make it a seven and then after you've dived in well now you're in a full conversation about property and then you can start to continue to send them things and you might stumble on something that they mm. really love but we didn't do that with a text that said tell me what you think yeah right and I love that and on the text side of things guys I would tell you that a lot of times I you know what I like to bring is that when you're sending these messages out to at, at some point with the technology you're using have a link that you can text with Ylopo you can text a link with Sierra you can go grab the listing alert and be able to send it to them through text message so like mm -hmm. guys make shortcuts for your consumers that you're not just mm -hmm. hey I sent them an email hopefully they looked at that now I'm gonna text them something that doesn't really you know maybe they never even looked at that email mm -hmm. of the listing alert right and then on on the secondary time that I reach out let's say that I had sent that one and you didn't say anything yeah I might say on the next time hey Ryan I saw in the list that I'm sending you, there's only a total of three properties that are showing up. I want us to open this up in case there is the right thing mm -hmm. just around the corner. Yeah. What can I do to tailor this list? So maybe looking at your listing alert to be maybe being too broad sometimes, or maybe it's just too little. Exactly. Right? And that's the opposite thing to say, hey, I'm sending you 400 homes right now, and I don't think we're going to find the right thing when mm. this list is so overwhelming. What can I do to scale this back and make sure that I'm showing you a short list so you only see what you want I like that because mm -hmm. that's what I've been trying to teach with like when people come back from Wailopo and get an alert of like this lead hasn't looked at something after 80 days of inactivity then mm -hmm. go grab that original search that they had and say hey are you still wanting to see 400 homes because maybe you went inactive because I was putting too much in front of you mm -hmm. right mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and then you know what happens is like you'll see through the click-through yeah, rate yeah. that somebody like was clicking yeah. and they've stopped clicking and if they're not clicking sometimes it's because they're only seeing the same couple homes each time or because now the list is so exhaustive it's like yeah I don't have anything that I'm going to find and I won't have the energy to go past one page. So I homes. think what you're saying a lot of times, even if it's just not perfect, Nikki, is that you're finding something that you can bring of like, again, the value word that we're but it's not even value. It's just like, I'm going to take you along this path that I know these things that I'm going to ask you is going to bring more that maybe we can shorten the time frame that I'm sh like allowing you to buy a house, right? Yes. Like it's not, it, everybody's always so, but that like Nikki, you're not really being honest about that or, and you know what I mean? Like you're mm -hmm. stirring up a conversation. Like, yeah, I am yeah, stirring yeah. up a conversation. You know what I and mean? And also realistically, it is not dishonest for me to ask you a clarifying question. Mm. I think some people feel that a clarifying question is being pushy when really, if you say my timeline is one year out, I can't take you at yeah. face value for that. I need to make sure that we both know I'm not being a good resource to you unless I ask, okay, Ryan, let me clarify. If the right ho house shows up next month or in two months from now, you 100% are not in a position to take a look at it. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. And sometimes people will say yes, because I will not retire until next year, so I cannot look. Great, now we verified and we don't have to follow up in the same rate because we got a concrete answer. But some people say, no, I'd figure it out and I'd make it happen. Okay, well, that's a different conversation. Mm. So even if they have said that they're not starting for a year, my next follow-up call is going to say, hey, Ryan, last we spoke, my understanding is that you were waiting. And since you were waiting, I wanted to clarify, what are we looking at right now as the timeline? In a perfect world, when are you getting moved into the house? And I'm acting as though I don't know the answer because I'm trying to present that maybe something has happened and you might tell me if something has changed yeah, right there you go. and the conversation might say 
Good, because a couple of things have happened since the last time we spoke, Ryan. Last time we spoke, we were in a market where homes were very competitive mm. in every offer that we were putting in. And now what I'm seeing is there's more days on market. Or now what I'm seeing is locally, condos, HOAs, and insurance are changing in our area. And I was wondering if that's going to affect our buying yeah. power. Well, me saying things have changed is me bringing a value add yeah. instead of I'm just checking in. Yeah. How's it going? Yeah. And I think that's what separates the best agents from, you know, the agents that are getting out of the business is the ability to ask really, again, we always say, everybody says it's the hard questions, correct? And mm -hmm. I think it's just because I think this industry or the world in the last, you know, 10 years has allowed, has made the agent, you know, become lazier towards asking those, you know, hard questions sometimes, right? As mm -hmm. well. Because they didn't have to. They didn't have to. Homes were going to sell. Yeah. And I think that when you when you start to do this language over and over and over again, you build up the habits so it doesn't feel clunky. It starts to feel so second nature yeah. that your mind automatically says, I've got plenty of things to talk about. So if an agent is still at a point where they feel like I don't know what to say, I think it's just a lack of practice. Yeah. It's not because there aren't available new things for you to present to that client. And guys, that's probably, you know, that's a huge thing to take when it comes to when someone's, you know, you're getting on a team and somebody's saying go through these thousand contacts, like the thousand contacts that you're doing is just don't stop where that one person is, like see how deep you can go mm -hmm. to show you that the way people respond is not going to it, it just won't hurt you. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that's what's really interesting is like when somebody starts to, when you start to see answers like in the insides of you as a human just start to like turn a different way. You're like, mm -hmm. wow, this feels better now, right? Yeah. It's and endorphins if, and different things that are happening. <laughs> <laughs> if you have, if you have somebody who is far enough out and you're still as an agent building up your business and maybe you're newer, you're within your first year, for mm -hmm. example, and somebody's price point doesn't make sense, you have time to start to make that make sense. So my next couple of follow-ups, might be something like, hey, I'm sure you're seeing that we're not seeing a lot of properties under 200,000. Are you noticing that in your searches? Mm. Right. Okay. Yeah. So then let's talk about that. Last time we talked, um, you had confided in me that we were saving up for the down payment. Tell me, I told you I was going to be your accountability partner. Are we still on track with that? How's that going? Okay. It looks to me like, and we're, we're pushing the needle a little more further and setting real expe realistic expectations. Yeah. Um, but then what I've seen happen is that people's price can go up if they have enough yeah. time to yeah. prepare for it. Yeah. And it's not going to happen if I only talk to them twice and my follow-up was check. And guys, that's a huge, you know, that's a huge value add. When you're a new agent and you're hearing Nikki, like, guys, you can master property searches and being able to bring value through property searches with also not always learning the market. Like you're going to mm -hmm. become an experienced agent over time. Yes, like give you yourself that grace, give yourself not knowing every, you know, um, every community or what's happening in that community. Like, like our agent, Mike, the other day knew a community that he's mastering the market more, but then right. someone that's newer like Heather can master property search and be able to bring value based on the property search of, Hey, we've had this conversation. I'm sending you this, but you know, based on your behaviors and different things that you, I, we're not, mm -hmm. we're not aligning right and then the willingness like I'm sure every agent has experienced this you get to the second call and the second call they say who is this yeah. I don't remember yeah. right yeah. now this is the value where a new agent they're so eager to get things right and they've taken good notes from their first conversation mm -hmm. and they say you remember we talked about blah 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 and i'm i'm uh you had mentioned this thing about your kids da 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 are we still how are they how did that game end up going now the agent who has been around the block may tend to answer in a way where they leaned on their ego instead yeah. and it's like 
um, you don't this know me, is yeah. so-and-so, you don't remember. Yeah. And the tone difference and the willingness, that's a, that's a difference, but it's the same question. You have to stay in that level of vulnerability to, to scale back your own ego for the sake of you moving forward in the career that you're building. Mm-hmm. That's some gold, huh? I hope so, man. Is that all you got today? These are these are the notes, man. Don't give don't give in. Don't check in. Yeah, <laughs> guys. And that's I mean, again, you, we understand that everybody's got different kind of leads like sphere past client. This is very like Nikki's talking everything, guys. You even with people that, you know, you can still have tough conversations with them. And that's usually most of the time while you'll be your, why you're their agent over and over again, even if there's someone that's close to you because you are asking them those hard, those hard questions. You're mm-hmm. taking that personal relationship away from it, right? Right. And at right. some point, it's like, hey, somebody else that was an agent that's not personal to them knows that they're going to ask the hard questions. That's why they're getting the sale. It's true. Right? And then you've seen that happen too where there's an agent that they have somebody in their family or in their extended circle um, and they choose to go with our team. And that happens with other people, too, because, well, this person just felt like they understood better and this person had more knowledge about the market. I just couldn't afford to do with this big home purchase, this newer agent that just got licensed in our family or this so on. So the value, there is no clear cut version where every single time it's a win yeah but you can definitely increase your win probability yeah and, and then guys like finding yourself and equipping yourself with a toolkit of questions that you can ask because it was even it's funny when we were just talking to heather and she's like i just want to always prepare myself it's like you can always prepare yourself until you're not prepared again and what happens you know mm-hmm. what i mean or something's thrown at you and mm-hmm. that's what's cool to have a toolkit of just being able to kind of slow somebody like I, travis and i never selling a house right mm-hmm. and people always want to pressure us like oh well you're telling us to do this never sold a house well well help me understand even if i haven't sold a house you're still doing this and they're like okay you know what i mean like that, that's all it's coming and down also, to right you and travis because you're able to see how agents are engaging on a mass scale yeah. you can see where the wins are you yeah. can see where the critiques and the adjustments can be so even if it's having- not perfect you see some of these text messages goes out from these agents that it's just like and dorothea you know god bless her so 73 years old she's like i just sent it didn't even worry like worry about if a capital letter or a period or any of that mm-hmm. like that's some of the little stuff people sit there and worry about all day yeah. right does yeah. it look right on the other end and stuff like that and dorothea is like get it i just willing she's like i just willing just to give it out there and she's Mm -hmm. like that's why all the old people want to be able to (laughs) they're selling their homes to get in the old Mm -hmm. people home with me you know Mm -hmm. what i mean there's a lot of other people because she helps people get in there and then the (laughs) the last thing that i'll mention is just you had briefly touched over the soi leads and you know a regular team lead right yeah um when it's an soi lead i think people feel a stronger sense of their ability to convert and get referrals Mm. and when it's a company lead the ability to transform it into a referral is a hundred percent dependent on your service okay so if you are willing to show all of your value consistently when you ask for a referral you're not even going to feel weird about it it's going to be an easy expectation because the sentence might sound something like and ryan i'd love to give the same experience to any of your friends who might be looking or family i'd love to help them in the same way that i helped you and that that is a value referral if you can confidently say i want to give them the experience that you had and know that it was a great experience that's a great way to reach out instead of saying how are you know how are things going instead of just saying hey like i know we've had this you're a past client of mine i was able to provide the service to you about five years ago i know i haven't done the best job maybe following up with you and staying in front of you but is there anybody that can value my service that i was able to provide to you maybe Mm -hmm. something like that that's pretty cool i like that all right thank you guys so much we uh again we're on youtube subscribe to the button below there's a 
bell next to the the button below Nifty. that will actually be it will update you when we have gone live with something mm-hmm. and that means you can implement it in your business right away Heck yeah thanks for listening guys thank you bye-bye